You are listening to Asian Skycast, the show that brings you the most updated aviation industry insight. Good afternoon and welcome to another Asian Skycast. My name is Elliot Davis. I'm the Media and Communications Director here at Asian Sky Group and Asian Sky Media. I'm delighted today to be joined by Sophia, uh, the Business Development Manager for the Digital and Training Solutions at CAE. Sophia, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Salad. Thank you for having me on here. Absolutely. And then it's in, you're in Montreal, is that correct? Yes, I am. I'm based out of Montreal, Canada. And I guess it must be pretty cold and chilly this time of year in Montreal. Oh, absolutely. We've already done our first round of shuffling the snow around. So yes, it is, uh, it is quite freezing. Marvellous. So we'll just jump straight into things, um, if that's okay. So I think I think you particularly work with um, CAE Rise. Um, can you tell us more about that, please? Absolutely. So um, um, CAE Rise. Um, I'll, I'll start off with uh, the, the the acronym itself. Rise stands for Real Time Insight Standardized Evaluations, and um, a couple of years ago, uh, CAE um, has uh, taken a direction into investing in building uh, digital training solutions, um, and, and we've been actively engaged in promoting um, all those digital solutions that can augment um, the pilot's journey. And CRIs is one tool um, in that basket of digital training solutions that CA is heavily investing in. Um, and, and like I said, RISE um, stands for Real-Time Insight Standardized Evaluation. It's a cloud-based application um, that captures uh, simulator, uh, simulator telemetry data um, to basically uh, present insights that may be used to highlight areas of improvement uh, for uh, training crew during sim sessions. So that's that's the program in a nutshell. And what does it really record or what does it really um, capture when I say telemetry data? It's um, all the hard flight parameters, so aircraft parameters, cockpit controls, contextual data, um, you know, pilot reaction times, and, and that sort of information, which is then post-processed and presented to um, instructors and management pilots. And, and it's no secret that there's a sort of a pilot shortage um, at the moment. So, so would the system be used to sort of speed up the training of new pilots? Definitely, that's that's um, uh, one one part one piece of the puzzle. Um, but broadly speaking, um, CA Rise is is meant to really harness the power of uh, data, raw data, to elevate the safety and readiness in a very efficient manner for the flight crew uh, during training. And really, it's an objective uh, means to present um, insights to the instructors, so they can better it can better aid them in their decision making, and as a result, you know, have a standardized um, experience across um, uh, all their uh, pilot pool, which would in effect um, uh, produce um, you know pilots uh, you know more safer pilots in a more uh, efficient fashion. So that's really the value proposition for the training system. And it's, but it sounds like it could actually speed up the training of the pilots. Absolutely, absolutely, because it allows to capture um, errors um, or 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 uh, let's say flight path deviations in a timely fashion that the instructor may have missed. Uh, so it, it does speed up the decision making for the instructor because it augments or or aids that that decision making that otherwise um, may may not be uh, as objective uh, without this uh, tool. 
Good. And it's harking back to sort of the golden days of aviation, um, where you had a sort of a flight engineer on board the aircraft um, at the same time as a, as a normal flight. It, it kind of sounds a little bit similar to that. Um, I would say it's 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 more of a um, objective eye in the cockpit, if I could if you could present it that way, um, because you're looking at. Um, you know, hard flight parameters. Um, I could I could give an example where <clears throat> a landing is conducted by uh, a crew, and um, you know, yes, you, the instructor can overlook the the pilot's shoulder and look at some of the uh, you know flight instruments and 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 assess that yes, he was unstabilized um, on on say one nautical mile, but having the information. Um, you know, in a very visual fashion uh, on an iPad uh, that's presented to give the exact parameters that were out of, uh, you know, uh, context. For example, he was too high on approach um, and, and by how much uh, and uh, was the correction made in a, in a timely fashion. Um, so it's, it's more of having an objective uh, eye um, in the cockpit that then uh, augments, like I said, the instructor's decision making. So it's it's a monitoring means, definitely, um, but more so to to highlight, um, uh, you know, flight path management uh, deviations. So how did the how did the general idea for this come about? Um, was there a, was there a need presented to you by a particular market segment? Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, one of one of the. Uh, uh, industry pain points that that COVID probably has uh, quadrupled in terms of accelerating it, which is the pilot shortage. Uh, uh, conversely to what, you know, we believe uh, during the pandemic that this may slow down, it's actually accelerated that shortage. So um, pre-pandemic as well, uh, Alec, there was definitely a, um, a huge shortage um, for pilots, which which sort of uh, itself presented an opportunity to look at our um, you know uh, traditional training mechanisms and see how we could further augment uh, the processes in place and and augment through tools that could aid decision making and accelerate that uh, let's say journey training journey. Uh, for the crew, and not just for the crew, but also for the instructors, because primarily it's it's a tool to aid their decision making. Now, also, what the system allows is at an aggregate level uh, to be able to collect um, this information and present macro and micro level insights for management pilots. So, you know, you have uh, uh, your um, first batch of I don't know, uh, 25 cadets were going through their initial training program. Um, and how do you how do you ensure that your dollar as as an investor, as an airline, that you're investing in these cadets is, is well spent such that you can early on get an indication of how well um, the students are doing, uh, not just what good looks like for their training performance, but what are the areas that that would need, um, uh, you know, early on having that proactive information that where should we focus in terms of the cadets' strengths and weaknesses. So it definitely helps with uh, facilitating uh, that sort of uh, uh, journey where you have, uh, you know, ab initial or, or initial uh, courses where this program could provide useful insights as to the success rate uh, or the throughput um, of, of pilots.
Absolutely. And, and I think I remember reading um, that Asian airlines have, have, have sort of grabbed onto the system, especially I think AirAsia, I think, was uh, is a big user. Um, but transitioning that into sort of business aviation, have you seen much desire from, from large operators? Absolutely, uh, Alec. With with again, uh, the pandemic has had its uh, you know huge uh, you know uh, drawbacks on on demand and, and and you know the forecast out for uh, commercial aviation, but definitely in the business aviation through the pandemic, we've had uh, we've seen a sharp increase in in in, in you know uh, passenger demand in in that segment, and and definitely to to help with capturing that. That uh, demand. Uh, a lot of business aviation operators uh, are actually uh, looking forward to such an application uh, as part of, let's say, wrapping up their operations because there's definitely a de- growing demand in, in the business aviation sector. So we we have, uh, you know, like you mentioned, uh, on the commercial aviation side, AirAsia has been our launch customer, and and we're very proud. Uh, to mention that you know through the pandemic, this is this is one system that uh, you know airlines have had to make a lot of cuts, uh, budget cuts. Rise is is one of those integral you know parts of the system which which has stayed through, especially in the case of AirAsia. So um, we're very happy about that uh, to see that this program is is you know uh, a, an integral part of the safety management system. And on the business aviation side. Most definitely, we've we've had uh, a lot more interest uh, for CA rise, and more also for the individual pilots um, because it's a it's it's a very uh, on demand sort of a service where you can also get um, uh, pilot performance on an individual level. So yes, definitely there is there has been a uh, demand on the business aviation sector. And, and is it right to say that it only works in simulator sessions? Yes. Yes. So, so the program definitely uh, collects uh, sim telemetry data, and that is what it uh, populates. However, there are other data sources that can be mixed in. Uh, for example, pilot demographic data, their total hours on type and time um, could be added to the mix to generate some uh, you know, data-driven insights again um, at the aggregate level. Like I said, we do have a analytics uh, website which generates uh, uh, more of uh, the aggregate performance, uh, sort of a health uh, monitoring uh, system, oversight system for uh, the entire training program uh, for an operator. So, uh, I think it's part of the next generation training system um, that you guys are introducing. Um, what other what other tools are available? So, uh, definitely, uh, you know, rise. Oh, you know, the metric based insights is the core differentiator. But there is a e grading and electronic grading. Uh, piece to this entire uh, program, uh, which is, you know, uh, the routine, instead of having paper um, grading, the um, operator could use uh, an electronic grading through this system. So that's the other uh, part of the uh, next-gen system. Mm. And of course, it relies heavily on, on live data. Are there any, any other applications that could be developed? Um, Yes, we are looking at different uh, partnerships with um, uh, flight data monitoring uh, service providers where um, there's real-time data being monitored as, you know, in traditional systems, uh, FOQA, you know, uh, flight operations, quality assurance data, uh, where we could marry the two because eventually the goal is um, to have a closed-loop oversight mechanism where traditionally in most operations today, 
uh, flight data monitoring is a system that looks at line operations, you know, day-to-day flight um, operation data. And uh, we could blend the two, and we're, we're having several partnerships right now to look at uh, blending the flight operations and training data to really give a 360 view um, of the entire, um, uh, let's say, uh, train as you fly and fly as you train uh, to, to really live that uh, slogan uh, in its essence, wherein we're looking at proactive data sets through training to rise and, and seeing if uh, those those sort of um, uh, positive behaviors are uh, being presented during the line, uh, day-to-day line operations. So yes, that is that is one avenue that we are exploring. It's perfect. I think that's probably the perfect moment to, to, to end this conversation. So, um, Sophia, I'd like to thank you very much indeed for your insights. I really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure, Alan. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on Asian Skycast. Make sure to visit our website, Asian Sky Media, where you can subscribe to the show on your phone or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show.